This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Maybe I'm not uh, selling the excitement of what's happening today, but let's see if this helps. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! What is time anyway? Is it just the rate at which one rock hurls itself around another rock in space? And if so, why do people call me late for a rock race? I am done with you, lunatic! When you wake up in the morning and on time, and you get yourself a look and you get yourself a look and you're cutting on the corner, see the bus fly by. It's all right, cause I'll say by the bell. And now we nailed it, nailed it. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Wednesday morning, the 5th of June. What's up, hot steppers? Hmm. I'll take it. Inikamozi. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Jensen, you're the uh, the hip-hop uh, authority on the program. Sure. What's a hot stepper? Uh, I think it's a show-off. Here comes the hot stepper. Murderer. Uh, he's, you know, he's the, the cool dude. Here, oh. here comes the, here, you know, he's peacocking or whatever you call it. Gotcha. Here, here comes the cool dude. Showing off. Yeah. 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 I don't. I didn't. I didn't know. Is that a word that uh, that the man made up, or was that a word that already existed in the language? It's kind of like a mixture of other, you know, slangs. But it, it's something he kind of made up for the track. I like that Bean chose to use that word mm-hmm. and now wants to know what it means. Yeah. Yes. But also, why so soon are we going into it? You know, yeah. this is something that Slang Man will tackle in about a decade. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll just wait for the Slang Man report. That's a good idea. Guys, I have a uh, have a problem here. I do have a thing, but if we have time, I have a problem here. Okay. Um, my wife, my wife, mm-hmm. uh, is obsessed with the raccoons that live uh, near our house, and she started feeding them. Oh. And I, I just I feel like that's a bad idea. Yeah, raccoons suck. No, raccoons are awesome, and I love yes, them. Yes, they're awesome, and they're beautiful, and, and they're but adorable. They suck. And why do they suck? Because they destroy stuff, and they I don't know. They're, what do they destroy? They're they, trash eaters, right? They're trash eaters. Yeah. Well, they haven't destroyed anything. They haven't uh, okay. created any kind of drama except that now that my wife is feeding them, they know her and love her and are getting up earlier and earlier to come looking for food. And the whole point of her feeding her feeding them, she says, is to feed them in the back of the house to keep them out of the yard, away from our dog, away from the baby birds that were just born at our house on Saturday because they'll eat them if they find them. And um, so wait, so her answer was to feed them every day to get them to yes. come to the house, but not to an exact part of the house. She wants them in she, the back. She yeah, wants them in the back she of the house. She drew them a map. 
I should mm-hmm. say, so, yeah. Yeah. She said tra- not yeah. here. Training them. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a big fence behind my house that she feeds them on the other side of that, hoping that they'll realize, oh, this is where the food is. There's no reason for us to go onto the property proper and go, like, knocking on doors and stuff. So what's been happening is the raccoons have been coming around and just, st- I mean, she has pictures of them just standing at the kitchen door, practically knocking on the door, going, hey, where's my food? You know what I mean? What's up? Yeah, what's up? Mm-hmm. So the last two, I didn't mention this yesterday, but it happened again this morning. The first thing I do when I get, come into the studio for work is I throw the doors open. And this morning, there's a raccoon just standing there just waiting for me yeah. to show up. And he's, I mean, I can see him right now. He's 12 feet from me right now looking at me. You mean and right now, right now, or then? This second. No, oh, right now. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at him. I mean, As I speak to, to you. We need to live stream this, Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I have a raccoon that's just... And why is a raccoon up at this time of day? Maybe he's becoming a big bean fan. Yeah. yeah maybe oh. he's, but he looks super... Um, he, he looks like he's not enjoying the process. Like, bean well, needs to he, step it up. And maybe he's just listening to the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that raccoons were nocturnal and he should be back in bed. Sounds like I they've know. been breaking a lot of treaties you guys believed you had yes. with raccoons. They are. They're getting up too early. They're staying up too late. Uh, they're getting picky with their food. I mean, I I don't know what to do because my wife thinks she's doing a great thing. Yeah, I got to question that because I don't know that bringing them to your house and training them to come to your house to get food is the answer to well, not having them eat your dogs. They already live un, kind of underneath the, the land on the other side of the fence. They already right. live there and mm-hmm. have for years, okay? Mm-hmm. But what's new is them coming up into our business. Right. And then every day you got little raccoon footprints all over your it's decks. It's weird stuff. that the raccoons would leave where they are that doesn't have food mm-hmm. to come to your place <laughs> where they know the food is coming from. Why would that yeah. Yeah. Explain that. that. I don't so understand weird. that either. How, how did that work? Look, I know why they're doing it. Okay. I, I guess what my problem is, is how do I get it to stop? Have you ever tried to convince a wife to do something? <laughs> of course. Well, it's too so late it's not now, possible. Though. They've tasted blood. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're going to come back no matter what. You oh, have... they've, they've called friends. Yeah. No, yeah. this, is, what, this uh, is... You're stuck with us. What happened with Donna? She's smarter than all of us. How did she decide, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to feed raccoons to get them to not come to our house. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I understand the thought process was to keep them away from the baby birds because we just had... We just had four little juncos born in a, a, a flower pot in, on our front porch, and the raccoons will eat them. So she was most concerned about well, that. Problem solved. Feed them. Oh. Right? You give, give them There's what they the want. Food. Give them what they want. Oh, we want these little birds to survive. Did you name the birds? Not yet. Okay. We're going to. Though. Going to right. And then, uh, and then, of course, she's worried about uh, Lytus, You know, getting in a tussle there. So I just uh, the last thing I need, though, first thing in the morning is is a stare down with a trash panda. Yeah, all can- <laughs> condescending. Trash yes. Panda. I mean, I love raccoons. I think they're adorable. I think they're. Fun I think to bears watch. are adorable too, but you stay away Same. from them. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, that's like I got a lot going on here, you guys. All right. Yeah. That's that's what I'm dealing with. All right. So sounds awful. <laughs> Are you mocking? I have to see a, a trash panda looking at me. Right. Life is hard. It's one one that we've invited into our lives. Right? Now Guys, won't leave. It's not just that I'm looking at him out in the yard. He's standing on the the doormat on the other side of an open door. Right. And we're I telling f- we told you the answer ten yeah. times and yeah. it's not happening. And I feel like he's being super respectful. 
Like, just not coming there. in, just yeah. standing there, like, hey, Wiping can I his come feet in? on the mat. Right? Yeah. He's going to get, like, three steps closer every hour. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's got gonna... headphones on by the middle of the show. <laughs> He'll be co-hosting by 8 a.m. Hitting drops. Well, I mean, I, you need a replacement. Yeah. Sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's him. Pretty sweet. Uh, All right, we, we don't have time for the thing now. Sure. I mean, we have, if it's a short thing. It can be a short thing. Yeah, you have a okay. short thing. Okay. Uh, Michael Camo is his name. He is the uh, was the principal at Holy Family Catholic School in Port Allen, Louisiana. He has had a uh, a prestigious career. Uh, in fact, at one time, he was named one of the 20 best teachers in America by USA Today and won a big cash prize for that. Well, now he's in the uh, the Catholic school system in Louisiana. And he took, he was among uh, other uh, other teachers and administrators who took a field trip to Washington, D.C., to the nation's capital. Now, I want you guys' opinion on this because we always talk about how obsessed people are with sex, right? Right. This guy's a grown-ass man. And he's on a field trip in D.C. with his middle school students. They, it's a school-sponsored trip. The students are in their hotel rooms under the supervision of other chaperones. And he's free to do what he wants. He is not on the clock. He has no duties at all for mm-hmm. the field trip. Okay? Yes. So he does what, you know, you would expect the, the you would expect the principal of a holy family Catholic school to do. And he hits up a strip club. Mm-hmm. So he's at the Archibald's Gentleman's Club. Which do you have a problem with that? First of all, I don't. I don't either. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's although, allowed to although do what a he man wants in to. his position seems like that is inadvisable. Like, don't ruin your job because of that. I mm-hmm. feel like when you're on a Bad school decision. field trip, yeah, that's yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe save it for another so weekend. In general, I don't have any problem with right. it. But yes. in this case, right. maybe. same. But again, he's not responsible for the kids. He didn't take the kids there well, or anything like that. Tell he's us got the rest of the story then, because he's got a night off. Well. Yeah. The rest of the story is a police officer was dispatched around 2.20 a.m. on Friday to uh, on a complaint about an intoxicated man refusing to pay his bill. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Mr. Camo was found standing in the roadway refusing to move. He was asked to move multiple times but refused. He was arrested on counts of public intoxication and possession of an open container of alcohol. Probably never good for you if you're a school administrator or no. principal to be mm-hmm. arrested. Uh, strip club, now you're talking about alcohol, now you're talking about resisting arrest. By the way, the strip club is about a quarter of a mile from the White House, which really surprised me. That they no would, kidding. Like zoning would keep that out, you would think. And how many of our former presidents have hit up that strip club if it's that close? <laughs> um, he also, and I, this is a curious uh, angle on the story that I would like to know more about, also had his service dog with him at the time. Wow. Yeah. What? And uh, there's no mention... As to why he had or needed or was with a service dog? That service dog loves strippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what yeah. it is. If I was him, I would blame it all on the... I didn't even know where I was going. My <laughs> service dog, he finally got some time off. He took me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, he also, in addition to being fired, by the way, has also had to resign his role as a reserve officer in the local police department. So, wow, a lot of a lot of penalties on this guy. Just wanted to see some boobs one night. Yeah, should have should have stayed in. Maybe maybe, maybe yeah. just think through that as Rented for a, a second. Movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just the thought of a, a Catholic high school principal at two twenty in the morning making it rain, right. making it rain with a service I'm not moving. Dog. I'm in the middle of the road. I'm not moving <laughs> with a service dog. Yeah. I cannot picture my principal sister Myra. Doing that. Right? I cannot. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Amazing. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, white men are the worst, Allie. You know that. That was uh, Bean.
for all the people that are going to email <laughs> yes. me and say, I can't believe you and said that, Allie. For all the people that are going to email me as well. Yes. Well, I didn't say that either. We all agree. That, that was Bean. We all agree that white men are awful. This is just the latest example. That's all. Again, Bean. I feel like an asshole. Hey, oh, you should. Sure. Well. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? I don't really see the point of your program. People are dumb on the show today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a clown slash Elvis. He's a mm-hmm. mixture, and he's called Clownvis. Yes. <laughs> and he will join us today in studio. He's going to be at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Yep. He's amazing, wow. by the way. He is amazing. He's amazing. He's, he's amazing. so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Bean makes his guess on the show today. <laughs> the, by the way, when we found out that's an actual horn, not yes. a drop, I thought it was a all sound of our effect. minds were blown. <laughs> Bean, that's your horn. The raccoon is definitely judging you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the raccoon's like too early for that, man. Yeah. <laughs> what stick is this? I didn't know this was a morning zoo. <laughs> Get it, zoo. Uh, right. They're trying to find LA's safest driver, which is a waste of time because I clearly am. Well, that's what the uh, that's what the notice you got from the Department of Motor Vehicles certainly said. Isn't I mean, it? it didn't that time. It didn't say. It, oh, right, that's what it yeah. said. You were one of the worst drivers. They in the just state wanted of to keep me humble. Oh, I see. That right. Was nice. It was nice of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a guy who uh, gave us some fan art, and it's amazing. Edgar, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Edgar is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to talk to him today, and we've got your tickets for Weenie Roast, Luau, and Beach Party as well coming up on the Kevin and Bean Show. Unfortunately, we're going to do that with Meowyoki. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that, coming back. That's not going to be good, but we'll do that uh, later on this morning. We'll take a break, come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Allie is here with our first look at what's happening. So yesterday, we were talking about Tracy Morgan, just named SB's host. Everything's looking great, right? What's going on? Well, he drove off the lot um, after he bought a $2 million Bugatti. Oh, and crashed. And what? And what? And crashed. (gasps) More of a sideswipe from another guy. But nonetheless, you just drive off the lot with a $2 million car. He said it was literally an hour ago. Um, Paid $2 million for it. He was being treated in an ambulance and people around were like, this dude can't catch a break, right? With his awful injury in that... um, Sleep, yeah, the sleep-deprived oh, uh, bus driver. Yeah, or trucker. Well, that's how he's got $2 million yeah. to spend on a car. can't be from TV. Yeah, I would assume he, he probably made some money from, yeah. from that accident, for sure. by the way. Yeah, but he wound up tweeting, thanks for any concern, but I'm totally fine. My new car? We shall see. Love <laughs> you all. I mean, that's that's not fun. No, you I don't, don't think want that's what that. you want first day. No. No. Not good. That sucked. Do you guys remember um, how many people were in your graduating class in high school? I always forget this. Somewhere between 250 and 650. Okay, that's a range. Can't figure out what it was. All right. Uh Mine was uh, somewhere between one and a million. Okay. Mm -hmm. Again, a good range. Thank you. Um, Bean, I don't think you remember. I don't remember what high school I went to. Okay, excellent. <laughs> mine mine was small. It was 62 um, people in my class. Okay. Uh, this class, very tiny. Um, one person graduating. It's a, um, it's a kindergarten through eighth grade, but one person graduating from eighth grade. But they still have a little commencement speaker, <laughs> and it's going to be Jenny Slate. 
She is going to speak at this month's graduation ceremony. To the one kid? For Cuddy Hunk Elementary School's <laughs> one kid, which is awesome. I couldn't love that more than Me they asked, and I couldn't too. love that more than she said yes. She said yes, yeah. Slate's audience will be Gwen Lynch, this year's lone graduate of the school, her family, and maybe some other Cuddy Hunk residents. That's also, fantastic. The school is called Cuddy Hunk. I'm just, I love everything about this story. But can you imagine she's just like looking around and then just zeroes in on poor little Gwen for the whole speech? She can say the name and everything. Gwen. Like, when exactly. I, Gwen, when you, like, she could personalize just tailored it. tailored completely to Gwen. Just take Gwen to, to lunch or something and yeah. just give her the speech over over food. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. I mean, why, why bother making it all formal? Well, I think she still needs the whole graduation. Okay, sure. And then maybe lunch, right? Yeah, maybe they'll go after. to a friendlies. Yeah, sure. there you yeah. go. Cracker Barrel, Olive Garden, PF Chang, Sizzler, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, 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 all so my early. fast food. So early. <laughs> it was like Taco Bell. <laughs> I know Jensen could have gone on. Oh, I know. Honestly, I did too. this could have went into the nine o'clock hour. <laughs> oh. Guys, so this is interesting. Variety did a report that Jesse Smollett may be returning to Empire's sixth and final season on Fox. And uh, somebody slapped that right down. That person, the show's creator, mm. Lee Daniels, who tweeted, Jesse Smollett will not, not in all caps, by the way, be returning to Empire. Thank God for Lee Daniels. Am I right? Yeah. Good Lord. But they, re- they released all that paperwork. That sort of shows that he was 100% guilty, it looked like. Yeah. And why did they drop the case? Like, I don't understand anything about this. It's still confusing to me. Yeah. And there were 400 pages they released. Yeah. I'll get to it one day. And most of it, it's damning, you know, evidence. And it's like, I don't know what happened there. You know what? You're good. We're not going to charge you. All very weird. I don't like it one bit, you guys. Same. Mm -mm. You know what I do like? A lot of people on this birthday list. Like 311 basis Peanuts. All right. We can see him on Saturday. Actor Nick Kroll. Mm. Kenny G, who you hang out wearing a bunch of glitter and pasties, right, Kevin? Good run into him at uh, EDC, yeah. Yeah, good times. Uh, Gamer Ninja. You've got the basis for Fallout Boy, Pete Wentz. Actors Jeff Garland, Ron Livingston, and Mac Wahlberg, right? Mac, so, you mean Mark? Mac. But Mac his brother? Mark. Mac. Mac, Mac Wahlberg. Yeah, you're saying that as a, as a boss. You're saying like in a boss. Mac, yeah. So it's Mark. It's Mark. Yeah, okay. Okay. Just trying like, to clarify. I did it... think we were getting into a real like Jeffy Jonas or something. Like they had another brother I didn't know <laughs> Mac. about. Mac Wahlberg. He has the first Wahlbergers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's just, the fryer. The, the fryer, yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Uh, I saw a story that is related to what we're going to talk to David King of Mexico about. This uh, did not make as big a news as I thought. The FBI, you guys, now has access to more than 640 million photos of people's faces in searchable form. Apparently, they have been compiling photos from everywhere they can get them, including online and through uh, driver's license bureaus. 20 states have given their Bureau of Motor Vehicles, Department of Motor Vehicles, the database, the driver's license database, turned it over to the FBI. None of us were asked when you go and renew your driver's license. I don't, they don't think say, they cared. They don't say, hey, do you mind if we turn this over to the, to the FBI? I guess they figure the government's the government. Yeah. 
But everywhere you are going now, and there's all these stories lately about how appropriate these cameras are, this facial recognition software that they have that they were, they're, they're trying to fight to have uh, happen in San Francisco, the government knows where you are, who you are, what you're doing at all times. Yeah, I, I was telling you guys yesterday that I joined Clear, which is a great service at every airport. You just walk up. You, you get to basically get to the front of the security line. Mm-hmm. Don't have to go through that. Don't have to show your ID. But the reason is, is because you've given your fingerprint and iris print mm. to them so that you can use their computer system and just walk right through. But, like, all that needs is one summons from the government. They have everything about you. I basically just handed them all of my murder alibis. You know what? It seems weird, but I've just given up on... Yeah, same. Th- there's, yeah. there's no way you can keep people from having your info. That's just a thing now. Yeah. Our phones, if you say, you know, for example, socks at any point during your day, yep. uh, Instagram later at that night oh, will socks. offer you to buy socks. Yeah, true. <laughs> Which is Kevin every day. Yeah, <laughs> true. So we bring all that up to bring up this. Why is Dave, our producer, the king of Mexico, why is he inviting even more government into his life by making sure they know where he is every second of every day. Here's what I'll say. The headline is L.A. drivers can win $20,000 in contest for safe motorists. Yeah, boy. So my answer to you, Bean, would be 20 grand. Oh, that's why. Okay. money. So what? How does this work, Dave? What did you have to do in order for them to start tracking your vehicle every minute of the day? So they're doing this contest for a month, and uh, you have to download an app called LA Safest Driver, and they literally, it literally, match every single drive you do, even mm-hmm. when you're the passenger. So you have to set it to be like, oh, I was a passenger. even when you're the passenger, yeah. uh, when you're on a rail system, everything it tracks it, and it follows you. It shows you everything that that you do. So you're doing this so that you can win the money for being L.A.'s safest driver? Well, that's what I thought I was doing it for, but now I'm kind of nerding out on all the stats that are coming out of it. By the way, this is a new thing for Dave, for the king of Mexico, for me at least. He loves statistics. Who knew that? (laughs) Who would have thought that in a million years? Hmm. Uh, What kinds of things do they know about your driving habits, Dave? Uh, They could tell if you're distracted by your phone. uh, How? Heartbreaking. How? When you're picking up your phone, it knows. Um, Heartbreaking, uh, cornering. You're heartbreaking? That seems so (laughs) terrible. Every time you're breaking. Oh, Uh, God. Speeding. It's crazy. It, It shows you every time you're past the speed limit. On a drive. That's bogus. All right, so... <laughs> for Kevin, it's all red. Do you have the write-in today? Yeah. How it judged your write-in today? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so for today's ride... Dave can actually look at a map with a highlight of his car going through Los Angeles and telling him, like he said, when he's speeding, when he's braking too much. Yeah, and this is, you know, this just shows, like, today's drive is a perfect example of why I'm going to win 20 grand. Okay. It's going to be awesome. All right, uh, out of five, braking today was a one. Oh, good start, okay. right? You want Wait, a so... lower number? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, this isn't Got golf. Okay. What? Yeah. Acceleration, a five out of five. Okay. Woohoo. Why is oh. your braking so bad? Yeah, why is that bad? I, why I are you hitting your brakes all the time? I don't know, man. People... It, it, can it also, take traffic it into account? How does it know? There's, it, it, it could tell when uh, your car goes from a certain speed to a certain speed. It knows. It The phone knows everything. Do you have a chip in your neck, too? <laughs> no, I do not. Okay. Uh, cornering, three out of five. All right. Not bad. I don't even know what that means, but... Sure. Would have been way lower had you made yeah. right turns. Yeah, and if right. you didn't Tokyo drift down La Brea, <laughs> right? Uh, speeding one. Okay, I'll I'll what? accept that. Speeding one. Yeah. Wow. And here's the one that's going to shock you guys: phone distraction, a five. Thank you. They Thank just you. Well, that makes sense because we don't get an email from you till you're in the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so today. So your total score? A one. Today. So your I'm total score was a one. Yeah, total score was a one because I had two ones in, out of two out of five. I mean, were give ones. up. 
So did no you way. delete the what? No way. I'm, I'm going no to see it through. So you think you're going to come back? Yeah. Because yesterday I had a trip where I was four out of five on the freeway. Because I was chill, you know, driving on the four mm-hmm. or five. Mm-hmm. Just uh, sitting in traffic, not doing anything. Just some one lane, four out of five. Perfect. Why not five out of five? That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. By the way, not four out of five. <laughs> Again, heartbreaking. I don't know what that means. Four to five is 80%, dude. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like, this is so cool. Is it? And it's I'm going to win money. It's definitely Are not you? cool. Uh, a couple things. One, they could easily, if they could figure this out, wait till you start getting, like, tickets in the mail. Yeah, speeding tickets. Yeah. Uh, no, because this is not connected to any... Uh, uh, that you oh, know yeah. of. They don't yeah. know anything about you. Yeah. That you know of. Yeah, and it's fine. I'm not going to get any speeding tickets, and then, because I can just delete the app and... So when no did you get the app? You can't delete the app. That's Correct. my whole point <laughs> yeah. with all of this, and none of you listen. App, It'll look app, like the app's gone, yeah. but it's still working. At this point, the app deletes you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Speaking of talent, got an email, excuse me, take it back, got a tweet and an Instagram post the other day from a very talented Kevin and Bean listener whose name is, no joke, Edgar Allan Toe. Now, I know he's tired. <laughs> this is not possible. That sounds like a roller derby name. <laughs> I know he's tired of having to explain that his real name is Edgar Allan Toe, but he's on the phone with us right now. So why don't we start there? Hey, Edgar. Hey, good morning, Kevin, Bean, Allie, Justin. How y'all doing? We are good. Great. And thank you so much for agreeing to come on bright and early with us. So Edgar Allan Toe, what's the story there, my friend? (laughs) Uh, um, It does have a connection with death. Uh, You know, I was named after Edgar Allan Poe. My my aunt that died young is her favorite author. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to let you know, my sister's Marie Antoinette, so it's intentional. Like, what is happening? I love your family. <laughs> I love your family. They're bad at names, but they're good. <laughs> it seems like at everything else. So, Edgar. Well, that's what, that, yeah. Yes, go ahead. No, that's what you guys said uh, like 20 years ago when I first met you guys. Yeah. You guys made fun of my name. So. That's what we should have done. How did, yeah. we, how did we meet you 20 years ago? Uh, it was at a Music Plus, you guys. It was the second christmas album wow and uh yeah it was off of adams and brookers and uh you know bought the album and you guys signed it and uh, lightning signed it too i didn't know why he did that but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what is funny is occasionally somebody will go through the line and go uh, not you kevin just being <laughs> yeah it is weird how people have their favorites so edgar so so you've been listening to the show for a long time and thank you for very much for that what inspired you? I assume Jensen inspired you the other day when he brought up the professional, right? 
Oh yeah, no, it was. Uh, they were making fun of you for going to Billy Eilish all by yourself, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and he just put it out in the world. He he's got the power of the secret, and uh, right. put out in the world. <laughs> Somebody should do the fan art, and uh, it just popped in my head. It just kind of materialized in my head, and uh, the very next day, I was, had a canvas in front of me, and you know, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit of Monday, and it was done. So wow. it was like wow. really inspired. Uh, we put this uh, picture up on all the Kevin Bean social media if you wanted to see it, the Kevin Bean Instagram or Twitter account. Uh, why don't you describe what's going on in the portrait, Edgar? Well, you know, um, everybody was making fun of the whole Natalie Portman and uh, Moby thing. And, and of course, you uh, going to Billie Eilish by right. yourself. It's my real man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it just materialized. And I was like, you know, that's the image from the professional that poster was kind of iconic you know mm-hmm. everybody recognized it and i thought i'd put it together that way with the background in the city and you know being wearing his uh you know taylor swift shirt which is like perfect perfect to the theme and uh i had to put billy eilish in her louise Vuitton because that's recognizable for her mm-hmm. and um you know the b team shout out to the b team uh had you know, being with his pigtails on last week. And yes. I was like, that's perfect. Yes. That's perfect. <laughs> that's the part that makes me so happy. It's amazing. Also, I mean, the shirt, first of all, has like 20 Taylor Swift's faces on it, which is which unbelievable. Which is what his shirt has. Absolutely. Yeah. But the pigtails. Uh, he nailed it. <laughs> I he remember, nailed it. I remember very it. specifically that day at Weenie Roast, and I saw someone in pigtails, and I was like, please be bean, please be bean, please be bean, please be bean. <laughs> and I got closer and closer. I was like, yes! Look, I stand by those pigtails. You I should. Still think, I still think that was a good look. Uh, Billy well, Eilish know. does not look happy in this photo. <laughs> and you look and you look thrilled. Too happy. I don't know if I've ever seen you that happy in real life. <laughs> well, Bill, you know, like when you see Bill, images of Billy Eilish, she, she does kind of have that brooding look and everything. Sure. And, uh, you know, I saw your post over the weekend of the concert and she was wearing pigtails and it looks just like the pigtails you're wearing. So oh I was like, gosh. holy cow. Have we addressed like, this fits perfect. Have we addressed the other hand for Bean? I know we talked about the, the holding hand. But he is holding the ukulele case, no? Yes. Amazing. Yes, I yes he is. Unreal. Yes, he is. I, I made it smaller to make it a ukulele. So good. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're so talented, Edgar. What do you do with your art? Uh, you know, I'm actually really lucky. I, I signed with a, an art dealer and uh, they are going to be getting my paintings and sculptures spread all over the country in different no galleries. No kidding. Uh, oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, I, got a, I got a professional here doing, doing this, uh, <laughs> this painting. Well, hopeful professional. But look, you're going to send him a print, though, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. You're, you're going to get the original. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, come on. Bean doesn't, yeah, not, Bean doesn't need more art. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no it, it was really, it was so much fun. And, and uh, you know, something like this was so inspirational. And just, you know, it just flowed, you know, like it just went. It was kind of in the zone. Did you feel like yeah. I'm sort of losing money right now by painting a guy with pigtails? I could be doing something that could be making me money? Well, uh, I mean, honestly, you know, listening to you guys for 30 years, I feel like I kind of owe you something. (laughs) You don't. Thank you very much. Very sweet. You're absolutely the sweetest. It's so crazy. You say something just in passing on the radio show, like, oh, guys, there's fan art, and you come up with some stupid idea, and then someone with actual talent translates Mm -hmm. it. Yep. It's kind of (laughs) weird. Well, you know, it was the secret. You guys, you know, this I guess so. All that stuff. Well, Edgar, um... (laughs) Where can people see your stuff? If uh, I mean, obviously, we've posted this uh, this painting, but now I and others are going to be intrigued to see more of your work. What's the best place to go to check you out? 
Well, there are a couple of places. Uh, the uh, the art dealer is the uh, the artist LLC.com. And the series I created, which is the Sweetheart series, it's uh, kind of a like an upgraded pinup style with a little bit of a fantasy with giant candy and and donuts and everything. That's at the artist LLC. And also my uh, Instagram, uh, EdgarAllenToeArt.com. Okay, EdgarAllenToeArt.com, and that's T-O-H. Well, thank you very much uh, for this. We really appreciate it. If you're serious about giving it to us, we will hang it with pleasure and with pride here in the office it's of the Kevin and Bean Show. 100% going in the bathroom, Edgar, but we love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that, at least it might replace, you know, uh, Naked OJ, right? Amen. 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 OJ ain't going anywhere. Bean's got that front and center. <laughs> Thank you, Edgar. Keep well, in touch, my friend. We really appreciate you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I got something going on for Kevin, too, so I'm excited Ooh. for that. Oh. Oh, should I be excited soon. about that? Hmm. Uh, no, it's, uh, everybody will be excited. I don't know if you'll be excited. Okay. <laughs> Sounds, sounds, sounds like the Kevin and Bean show. <laughs> Thank you, Edgar. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Okay, don't yell at me. Don't oh, no. you no, bring I'm a bad serious. list into this. It's not It'll a bad, bad list. list. It's not a bad list, but it's subjective. We'll be the okay? judge of that. It's subjective. Our friends over at Ranker.com have thousands of lists on their website, and they are crowdsourced. In other words, anybody can put up a list, and then people contribute to the list, and then people right. vote on what the Don't be mad is. at you. We okay. got it. Mm-hmm. Over 215,000 votes. The topic today is 80s acting teen idols. Oh! 80s acting teen idols. So these were the boys and girls who were all over our TV sets uh, and movie screens in the 1980s who became teen heartthrobs. Now, I should specify, not everybody is technically a teenager on this list, but these are all young people that capture the imagination of teenagers, okay? That were, like, the, the number one person on the list is 24, for instance. Everybody's that age or younger, okay? So these are people you would have seen on TV or in the movies in the 1980s that you would have had crushes on. I guess that's the best way to put it. Right. And it's this week's B Makes Us Guess. B Makes Us Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. B Makes Us Guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Penis Pretty dope, man. Just wanna tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for me makes us guess. Yes. Alright, you get a point for getting one in the top ten, Kevin, as is customary. You sit at the head of the table, you get the first guess. Who is the 80s teen idol you expect to see in the top ten on this list? I would say Howard the Duck. <laughs> 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 yes? What? This uh, outstanding guess. I only have the top 30 in front of me. It may have just been outside the top 30, but no, no point there. Mugsy. How about from 21 Jump Street, Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp is number three on yeah! the list. Very well done. It's hard for me to think about John, old man Johnny Depp as being a teen heartthrob, but he sure was back in the day, right? All right, Alan McKay, what say you? I'm going to go with a member of the Brat Pack that uh, looks the same now in 2019, and it's disturbing. Mr. Rob Lowe. Number six. Well done. Wow. Mr. Rob Lowe, number six. Sam Seaborn from the West Wing was a teen idol, you guys. All right, uh, a point apiece for you two. Kevin, here's your chance to get on the board. John Belushi. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry. No John Belushi as an 80s teen idol. Uh, beer bug. Probably on many uh, issues of Tiger Beat. Ricky Schroeder. Mm, yeah. That is a fantastic guess who does not appear. What? 
Wow. Does not appear in the top 30. What? Come on. This list no is Ricky dumb. Schroeder. It's a bogus list. I think, I mean, look, there's a lot of good people you guys haven't thought about yet. Uh, so he mo- Mostly seen. TV or movie? Uh, uh, they're mostly TV or okay. movie. That is correct. No, <laughs> I was hoping for a hint, but okay. Uh, it's, it's, I think, mostly movie, I would say. Oh, okay. Uh, Oops. Mostly movie, but okay. there's a lot of TV people on here, too. All right, Allie, you're up. Um, uh, now I don't feel great about this guest. But let's give it up for God, Kirk Cameron. Oh, Kirk Cameron, not on the list. What? Kirk yeah. Cameron, not on the list. Stupid list, right? Yes. <laughs> Ranker.com, everybody. Ranker.com, not B. Uh, Mr. Kevin Ryder. Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, he was in a lot of very popular movies. <laughs> Thank you. But no, not on the list. Uh, Muggs. Rest in peace, Corey Haim. Corey Haim, I'm sorry, number 22. Oh! Number 22. On the list, but not top 10. Not for a point. Allie. My babysitter loved him. Leaf Garrett. No Leaf Garrett. These Come are, on! These are, he was mostly a singer. Was he an actor, even? These oh. are all actors. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he was a singer. <laughs> oh, was he? Yeah. I just remember the name. You were the, outraged. Yeah, yeah, I was. Okay, never mind. Bad guess. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kevin, you are yet to score a point. How dare you? I'm going to get it with this one, though. Okay. Danny DeVito. Mm. Danny hot. DeVito is, is hot. Boom! Is hot. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm sorry. He's hot, though. We can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. By the way, how great is the petition online right now? 100,000 people or something like that have signed up to make Danny DeVito the new Wolverine. That'd be oh. sweet. <laughs> that would be fantastic as that. Uh, beer mug, you started strong, but nothing since. What's going on, man? <sighs> Charles and Charges Scott Bayo. Is Scott Bale on the list? Oh, come on! I mean, you so are sorry. naming all 80s heartthrobs. I don't understand this This is list. ridiculous. There are plenty more. Allie. I don't know his name, but he was in the Blue Lagoon. Oh, yeah. He was in yes. the Blue Lagoon. Do you know his name? Chris? Yes. Chris. Chris. Yep. Is he on the list? First or last not. name, Chris. He is not. Are you serious? What was his name? Chris? Chris? Uh, he was uh, with Brooke Shields. Yeah, yeah I don't movie, remember right? his name. Yeah, I don't either. All right, uh, last uh, last round, wow. and then I will reveal. Kevin, your final guess. Rick Marinas. Oh. <laughs> hey, shut up, Mug. That was a good guess. Um, are Beer Mug and Alley tied right now? At just we are. Piece? We okay. are. Mugs, this is your chance to I just to want to lead. point out that I've been giving comedy answers, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm one point behind both of you. You are. You are correct. <laughs> All right, Beer Mug, what's your final oh, guess? Oh, my God. I'm totally out now. Um, uh, he was super hot in the mask, Eric Stoltz. Eric Sills, no. <laughs> was he super hot in the mask? Yeah. Okay. I loved Rocky Dennis. <laughs> um, Allie, this is your chance to win the game. Um, uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez is number eight, ladies and oh! gentlemen. Oh! Yes, look at that. What Allie pool. is the Damn winner. It. Okay, is Andrew McCarthy on it? Andrew McCarthy is number uh, 30 on the oh. list. Right, don't right, start here, showing off now. You already won. Here are uh, <laughs> Here's who's in the top ten. Alyssa Milano at number ten. Sure. R- River Phoenix. I think heartthrobs as men. These were acting teen idols. I'm mm. just telling you. You said heartthrobs. Yes, Ali Sheedy is also on this list. That's, Demi Moore no. is on this list. Brooke Shields is on this list. Okay, then you needed to say men and women. I did say I, men and women, by the way. We no, go back you didn't. To the tape. Roll, the tape. The, Roll the tape. We, we can't. go back to the tape. Chip, and I did, did he say do it? it? Did he say it? No, never said women. No, you didn't. I did. You didn't. Let's throw it out then. Allie doesn't win. Uh, <laughs> River Phoenix, number Ooh, nine. Number eight, work. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> number seven, Robert Downey Jr. 
Number six, Rob Lowe. Number five, Ralph Macchio. Oh, Karate Kid. <laughs> you should have gotten that one, Allie. I know. Number four, Winona Ryder. Number three, Johnny Depp. Number two, Molly Ringwald. And number sure. one, Michael J. Fox. Okay. Michael J. Fox. I told you he was 24. I tried to give you a hint on that. And, of course, from Teen Wolf and then the Back to the Future films. So there you go. There's your 80s acting teen idols. This has been Bean Makes Us Guess. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. I'm excited about this topic, but I feel terrible for the people who are pigeonholed because of one Do you? I do. Do you feel terrible about that? Yes, I do feel terrible about that. Mm. And here's why. Because I think so often people are put in a little box because of one mistake or one thing that happened to them that's not their fault. Is that how you feel? And I don't think you should be defined by that for your entire life. Hmm, odd. Look, somebody just painted a portrait of me in pigtails Mm -hmm. that I wore one time like 10 years ago. But that's forever. Pigtails are forever. (laughs) But this is... This is my point, though. Am I the pigtail guy because yes. I wore them one time to one Weedy Rose? It's yes, you are. It's the only time I've ever had them. This is what I I'm call you PT. About. I mean, O.J. Simpson <laughs> only murdered someone, two people, once, and he's a murderer forever. So it's similar. That's a very fair analogy, Jensen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the topic is you got a bad reputation for something you did once. And, Kevin, I can tell you're already a little bit butthurt because well, it kind of happened to you. Beca- I mean, because of that and because of your faults, you're lying about feeling bad for people. So I came in here one day and I told a story about a shopping cart. Mm-hmm. And I had put the shopping part, a cart someplace where it was safe so it wouldn't roll. And I got in my car and left. And then as I was leaving the parking lot, I looked in my mirror and it was rolling. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I was like, what do I do? Like, am I still responsible for that? Can I cut it off? And I realized it was way across the parking lot. So, you know, I left. So then <laughs> Bean Kevin, jumped not in. Not my problem, writer. So then Bean jumped in. Mm-hmm. This is why I think he just doesn't feel bad. And said, oh, yeah, he's, he does that everywhere. Kevin's always leaving out well, shopping you, carts. You said it was a one-time thing. It was a one-time yeah. thing. Is that possible? And then, then Bean said, oh, send pictures. I can't remember how it snowballed. <laughs> yeah. But I get pictures to this day of a guy in, like, South Carolina that has a shopping cart in an open, you know, lot. And they're like, Kevin, how did you get here? <laughs> to this day. How long ago was that? Three months? Four months? At Last least. year? At least, yeah. Son of a bitch. Um, by the way, uh, please raise your hand if anybody believes that Kevin has put the shopping cart back in the correct slot every single time except that one day he told us about. There's no, I mean, this room has no arms up. Not yeah, even, not not even s- Kevin's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, Here's I'm all I will say. That's Kevin's move. Here's all I will say. That's not my move. Here's what I will say, though, is the store that I was at doesn't have a place for carts. Oh, yeah, yeah they just say leave that. them willy-nilly. Mm. Leave them wherever they you want. They don't have a place Flip to Put, up, actually, flip them upside down and just so put them you, anywhere. So you have to walk them inside and put them in the line. I'm not doing that in that place. Wow. Every other place where there's a place to put them, I put them. Uh, okay. Am I not helping a, myself? They have a place to put them. You just refuse to put them in that place. There's, is what there you're has saying. to be a spot. You there's just, no spot. He's, he's taken pictures. He claims there's, there's no, no spot. There's no spot. But then he also went into it, and it was raining. So, like, everything <laughs> kept going <laughs> right. on, and on. I wasn't feeling it good. Had, it I had shouldn't a broken have been there. wheel. <laughs> so there was so None much. of that happened. <laughs> so you guys exaggerate like that, and now I get a, to, a picture to three a day of shopping carts. Well, I, that's I mean, my life now. Some poor child is dead because it got hit... You you know, hit a car, then right. that careened off to the mm. side. It's so upsetting. I don't think that's true. Hit a Kevin child. wouldn't know. He was already home by then. Yeah. Like to have that shopping cart stop moving. Legs up, arms behind his head. <laughs> 1-800. By the way, I only took that picture of Kevin once. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. And that's that still true. going on it to this day. Forever. Uh, I did go to high school with a kid who uh, one time pooped his pants during football practice, oh. which, like, isn't, I think that's a thing, like, if you get tackled really hard, poop can come out. I've never heard that. I, I don't, well, I don't know. He pooped his pants. That's okay. all I care about. All right. And for all four years, he went by Dookie. Not by oh. his, not by his own choice, obviously. But I assume when he went off to college, he was like, "You don't know anyone who grew up in the valley, do you?" <laughs> like I think he was nervous at every step, you know. Like to be like you had called ahead and let everybody oh, know yeah. that he's doing. Hey, I heard he's going to Auburn. <laughs> we gotta put up a sign. <laughs> That's exactly the worst case scenario, though. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, it wasn't his oh, fault. It's awful he, for him, not me. He didn't do anything wrong. And to be saddled with that nickname for the rest of high school? Didn't do anything wrong. You got tackled. Yeah. Like, get out of the way. <laughs> right? You got to score a touchdown every That's time. Or you, I'm or you're going to poop your pants. Come on, man. <laughs> if that is not a way to get the players to play better. That's true. <laughs> you want to be a dookie point. for the rest of your life? I'd score a touchdown every possession. Right? It's right? yeah. a great point. All right. So that's the topic on the table. Um, you got a bad reputation for something you did one time. Oh, I hope Dookie was listening. <laughs> I did too. It just hit me. He probably forgot. <laughs> it brought back a painful yeah. memory. Yeah. And right now he's sitting are, in his car sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> and all of his friends are like, oh, I didn't know that kid's name, nickname was Duke. I'm going to start calling him that. Um, I don't know. Are my phones uh, working or are people not calling yet? Not yet. Okay. So 1-800-520-1067. This is what we're looking for. You got a bad reputation for something you did once. Or it doesn't have to be you, right? It can be Someone somebody you know, else. Yeah. It can sure. be somebody that you know. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure that this has happened to... I mean, look. When I say Michael Richards, do you think about his 11 years on Seinfeld? <laughs> no. no. You think no. about that one night in Hollywood. I mean, one thing can change the trajectory of your whole life and how you are looked at. Unless you're Hugh Grant. That's <laughs> Unless true. Unless you're Hugh Grant, right. one 800 Tell us about your bad reputation. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's take uh, one phone call. We're talking about you did one thing and you got a bad reputation for it for years. <laughs> or you're the one that gave the person the bad reputation like Jensen did. Um, Shane... In Redlands. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, love you guys. Thank you. Love, love here. Um, yeah, so I was uh, 13, 14, and um, I put a bunch of corn on my plate on Thanksgiving. And they said, like, oh, you killed it. Like, you ate all the corn. And maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that means he did. Go Shit. ahead. Not trusting his family. Go on. <laughs> But to this day, I'm 31 now. They continue to be like, hey, Shane, you want some more corn? <laughs> Half your life now has been about corn. No joke. I mean, that's literally half my life. That's I amazing. don't know if I'll ever get over it. That's so, amazing. You had, once you, had one, you had one good meal, and it sticks with you for the rest of your life. If I were you, I'd demand to be called the colonel. That's a better name. Right? Nice. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're well, good. You're welcome, better Shane. He's applauding. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Shane, thank you so much for listening in, for calling Hey Half Salad. <laughs> F you guys. <laughs> We're talking about you got a bad reputation based on one thing. And oftentimes it's just a nickname, like uh, like your friend Dookie Jensen. Mm-hmm. A nickname that comes out of one event and sticks Dookie. with you for years. And that's what happened to Dave the King of Mexico. Yeah, it was way early when yeah. he just started, mm-hmm. and we went out to lunch, and apparently, I found this out later, he didn't have enough money for more than this, 
right? Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. ordered a half a salad. Only. That That's was it. that was an option. It was a lunch menu, and you know it was a big salad. But they they ordered they offered a, a half a salad, and I ordered it. And he, he, you ordered it out of poverty. Yeah, because Aww. didn't know that. Though. You know, didn't was, know that though. Right. So I started making fun of him, like, "Who orders a half salad and that's all? Don't you mm-hmm. get a half salad with something else?" Daddy yeah, Warbucks exactly. over there, just <laughs> right? Money in front no, of I had no idea it was a money thing. <laughs> I didn't know that. Damn <laughs> salad was still nine dollars. Oh, the half salad? Yes. Oh, oh, wow. We call them half salad for five years. <laughs> we did. Oh. Yeah. Now you... we call them no left turn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's just you. I think you're the only one keeping, keeping it alive. alive. Remember, speaking of, uh, we're going to get right back to your calls with your bad reputation stories at one 800 Remember a former producer, Lightning, on the program, <coughs> whose whose parents put his dog down without yep. telling him? Mm-hmm. And we called him No Dog for like two years, which was not only an awful thing to do, but it had to hurt. It had to hurt every single time because it, it was so traumatic for him. Hey, No Dog, come on in. <laughs> it hurt him awful. so much, by the way, you guys. I feel terrible about that. I, I mean, come on now. All right, thank you, Half Saddle. Let's go right back to the calls. Why don't we start with, uh, let's start with Travis, please. Irvine Line 2 up first in this segment here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Travis. Hey, what's up, party people? Did one thing and then uh, got stuck with a reputation. Yeah, so I used to be a law enforcement officer, and while I was doing my field training, I got into a pursuit. Uh, It was raining. My field training officer was all jacked up. We were chasing the suspect down the road, lost him, unfortunately, and we pulled over to the side of the road to debrief, and I vomited everywhere because of the adrenaline drop. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that spread around the department, the news of it, and uh, throughout the rest of my career, any time if I got on the radio saying that I had a failure to yield or I was going to be in pursuit, everybody <laughs> would get on the radio and start making vomiting noises. Oh, that's me. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. They would get on the radio and make fun of you that way? An official channel? Yeah, no, I mean, it would be something like, you know, 132, I've got a field to yield, and the dispatchers would even do it. <laughs> <laughs> they did the right things. And you were probably a very good police officer, and that's the last thing you needed to be reminded of every week, right? Yeah, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, you got to have humor in that kind of a job. Sure, exactly. All right. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Thank you very much, Travis. We appreciate your call, sir. Let's go to Alice, line five. She's in Los Angeles. Oh, no. Hey, Alice. Alice, what were you known for? Oh, God. I went to a pool party freshman year of high school. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and it was a school thing. And I found out later that my bathing suit was transparent. Oh, no. Sorry. My thing. You found out later? How much later? I mean, someone may have told her. What, was it a white suit? No, it was pink. Oh. It was like a dark pink suit. So but you apparently didn't, it was some... you didn't look in the mirror. You didn't notice. How long were you at the party before someone told you? It wasn't even at the party. It was after. Like, oh, Like a no. day or two later. Oh, what, oh and, my God. And did you, get a, did you get like a specific nickname for it? Uh, Not specific, but, uh, you know, it just came up. All the time. It still does. And you wow. can't figure it out why, still every, does. why everybody oh, wanted Alice. to take a photo with you. Right? That must have been so confusing. I, right? Alice, can we take a photo? Wow. I don't even know I mean, you. No, I'm okay with it. But Alice, you know, back goes, then. Alice goes to Vaughn's and they're like, hey, Alice. Huh? <laughs> anybody anybody, anybody well, want to go to I mean, a... they all have a mental picture of my tatas. Uh, well, yeah. now we do. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, great call. Thank you, Alice. Keep doing what you're doing. Let's try Beth, line four, Woodland Hills, up next, talking about bad reputations. It only happened one time, but you can't shake it. Beth, what happened? Oh, very funny. My husband and I were camping with his best friend and, their, and his wife, mm-hmm. and we were coming back um, to get lunch after um, looking at the day where we were camping, and the, the wife and I in the, were in the back chatting about how much we were looking forward to hamburgers and hot dogs and going on and on. And my husband was in the front seat with his best friend and he got so irate and he's like, we're not making hamburgers and hot dogs. We'll only have time for sandwiches. Well, that set it off and we were in hysterics. (laughs) And until this day, even friends that weren't even there comment to love him it. about sandwiches. <laughs> we, <laughs> I love it. I love it. They're if doing we, the right thing. If we, if we sit down at a restaurant and there's sandwiches, we ask if, we, if which sandwich looks good. <laughs> My kids even harass him, and they weren't even born yet. <laughs> wow. It wasn't even an incident. It was just a sentence he said once. Fantastic. Yeah. He has a shirt and everything for it. That's great, Excellent. Beth. Thank you so much for calling. Man, uh, we have long memories when we want to, don't sure we? Sure do. Yeah. Hey, give me some floor. Line one, Los Angeles up next. This is another good one. Hey, floor hi how are you guys we are good thank you so i got my wedding invitation card revoked for my friends because uh in my early 20s i was a bridesmaid and i kind of ruined a wedding by getting a little bit uh messed up. You don't okay. ruin a wedding by getting a little bit messed up. Yeah, because up. a little bit messed up is what they're hoping for. <laughs> uh, no, this was before we entered the church. I was a little messed up. Oh, it was a pre-party. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Okay. She was tailgating. Yeah, it was, it was a really um, yeah early pre-party. Okay, um, so you were drunk at the wedding and sort of ruined it. And then what happened? Um, well, I didn't even make it to the reception. I was told I couldn't come back. And oh, then, uh, no. They sent me home. And, and my then, brother had to go pick me up. And then reputation-wise, you were disinvited from future weddings for a while? Uh, yeah, for a really long time. So <laughs> I was known as that drunk girl, so they were scared to invite me to weddings. Sweet. See, you ruined one wedding and people hold it against you. <laughs> Thank you so much what? for the call. <laughs> Hey, let's do one more. Let's make it, uh, you want to do Gary, line six, please, Tustin? Hey, Gary. Yeah, hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. Great. What happened? So I drank way too much on the 4th of July in, like, the early 2000s, maybe 2003 or four, and I was super hungover the next morning. We all went out to breakfast, my family and a bunch of friends, and I was so 
hungover. I couldn't even think to eat anything, and I ordered peaches. And I swear they call me peaches every holiday. I get peaches in my stocking. I get peaches. Every time we go out for a family dinner, someone slides a bowl of peaches over and goes, I ordered these for you. Who has peaches for a hangover? It is such a random choice, That's so Gary. Weird. It makes sense as to why it's stuck with you forever. Yes. Yeah. What? Hello? What? Peaches? No, he's gone. Peaches, peaches is gone. Peaches is gone. Oh, oh, there, there, is. there you are. Peaches, you there? Hey, Peaches, you like Deadwood? Hey. Peaches. Hey, Peaches. Yes, what? Sorry. (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. First, though, Allie's got what's happening here on a Wednesday morning. What's going on? Well, there's some news that I know is is just going to get Kevin riled up. Okay. Because there's a few different things I could bring up that... I'm not going to say cause a vein in your head to pop out that I've never quite seen before. Yeah. It's not James Lipton. It's the queen? It's not the queen. Okay. It's friends. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Jennifer Aniston. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. Two of the cast members were caught together having lunch, Uh and that means there's a reunion. Well. Woo! Nope. That happens every day. It's it's often. Yeah. Well, it, this is actually a bit more concrete. Jennifer Aniston is on the Ellen DeGeneres show later today. So they released a clip and Aniston said she's open to a reunion. Hiya, folks. She said, I would do it. She then said the girls would do it and the boys would do it, I'm sure. Listen, anything could happen. Meow. That was actually Allie doing Thank some meow Thank you. How about Beautiful. that? Um, just saying, Kevin, does that um does that thrill you that now for the next like month we're gonna be hearing Mine, couple years? Well, we're gonna be hearing about what other cast members say. Maybe part of appearance. the problem was I didn't find that show that funny. So well, I don't understand. You're wrong the, about that. It's possible. It's but a great I, show. But because of that, I, I don't understand mm. all of the... Since then, every it seems like all the people magazines and everything are about friends getting back together, friends getting mm-hmm. back together. And it's tiring. Get back together or don't. Don't talk about it. As a, a great man once said... <laughs> why is everyone so obsessed with friends? I did say that, yeah. <laughs> so you're out? Yeah, I'm out. Okay. All right. What about Dead to Me? Did you watch that on Netflix? Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini. I haven't great. seen it. I haven't great. seen it yet It's either. wonderful. Even with too much TV, it's a great quick watch. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, this won't shock anybody that watched it. It will be back for a season two on Netflix. Oh, kids love it. Yeah, kids dig it. Kids love... Murder. Well, murder. Murder, yeah. yeah. Uh, to be determined, though, if co-star James Marsden will return. And if you watched it, you know what I mean. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. But uh, something that is returning that I can definitely say we do not need. A pair of MTV classics, dating game show Singled Out and Punked, are being rebooted for Quibi? For what? That's Jeffrey Katzenberg's new digital venture, which goes live June 13th. Here's the thing. Each show is set for 10 minutes or less. Oh, I love it. 20 of each have been ordered. How are you going to do singled out in 10 minutes or less? That's, That's like the, the entire Quibi format. 
So everything Quibi is going to put out uh-huh. is going to be uh, basically groomed so that you could see it in line or like in a subway or like something quick that you can digest. This is why, why don't they I call lo- it Quickie. Listen, I didn't name it, woman. <laughs> okay. This yeah. is why I love, love, love Children's Hospital. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they're like 12 like, yeah, to 15, 12 to 15. Yeah. That's what they're basing it on, even smaller attention spans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then Quibi is for you, Kevin. A sure. good example of that for me, and it's very rare that that works, but Hot Ones is a great 8 to 12 minute mm-hmm. show. That's a really good one, but there's so much bad 8 to 12 minute content. Yeah. And I don't know. Can you see a whole episode of Singled Out in 8 to 12 minutes? That's what they're saying. But would you spend any more than eight ten minutes, minutes or less? That? Who knows? Ten minutes or less. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't hmm. know. Weren't you guys instrumental on getting Jenny McCarthy on single down? No. Uh, if take if, my lead, Bean. It, it, uh, certainly not. I've never heard of any of those things that you're discussing. But you were right. No. Bean. Um, no. What that guy said. He's backing me. So no. Yeah, I'm pleading the fifth. Why do you guys hide it? Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for giving Jenny McCarthy a bigger platform. Got it. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Okay. I see. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, you didn't know then, though. We didn't know then. No. Yeah. Still didn't, but we didn't know then. Yeah. It's it like would, when it, you, guys, you guys put Bill Cosby on We Say the Darnest Things. We did mm-hmm. not do that. <laughs> yeah. It's not us. And you guys put Harvey Weinstein at Miramax? Not. Mm-hmm. Again, not us. It was fine. Kevin Spacey, you got him his first gig. Wasn't us. <laughs> what if you did? What if you did all these things? You just have the worst finally comes record out. It's just ever. like the who's who of <laughs> horrible people. We thought OJ, what an actor. Yeah. And you said to Trump, it'd be a good idea to run for president. <laughs> I mean, Kevin did say that. I didn't say that. Guys, millennials blamed for killing a lot of things, which is insane. It's not right. But I will say this actually makes sense. All right. And I kind of respect it. Millennials have killed the doorbell. (laughs) (laughs) Killed the doorbell? They no longer ring a doorbell because they just text from the car. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. But how do you know who's in the neighborhood? Oh, Bean. We're going to go ahead and file that one. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I have to say, when my doorbell rings, I'm like, what? Is, who? What <laughs> is I, happening? What's happening? Someone's ringing this my doorbell. Insanity. I thought the ring doorbell does pretty well, but I guess millennials aren't buying it. No, actual doorbells. Yeah, I think they mean the, the actual oh, well, those should doorbells. Be dead. Yeah, <laughs> there's, a newer, yeah. there's a newer, better technology, more than just like I'm here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a a much better version where you can right. see who's there. Yeah, it's like saying the Walkman is dead. Yeah, no, no S. I still have a Walkman. Oh, all right. No, you don't. I have the Walkman Sport where it has the thing. <laughs> the yellow with the flip. Yeah. Plays yeah. cassettes. Yeah. Yeah. Killing Mixed it. Mixtapes. I love it. So uh, they killed the doorbell. And I respect it because nobody should be ringing a doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? Seemed, you have to have a very strong opinion on this one. I just murder. Right. You guys, Britney Spears decided to post a video recreating her famous Slave for You dance, complete with a fake snake. However, she did it to Billie Eilish's hit song, Bad Guy. Hmm. I 
love that. And I love her. And I love Billie Eilish in the comments with all caps, OMG. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Billie Eilish is living her best life right now. Yeah. Like everything wonderful is coming true. It does true seem for like Eilish. each week there's something else that's fantastic. Yeah. And deserved. Absolutely. It must be so overwhelming to have all of these things happening to you. A, a, a virtual unknown a couple of years ago, and now Britney Spears is dancing around to your music, you know? Right. posting it. It must be insane. Justin Bieber wanted to meet her. Like, yes. Amazing. Like, how would you possibly handle that? Probably like poorly. Meth or yeah. heroin. Yeah. I don't think so. She seems to be doing fine. Yeah, but she's oh, no, we weren't talking about her. We were talking about how would, we, how would yeah. we Oh, right. Yeah. Respond to it. <laughs> All right, guys, some birthdays for you. Mark Wahlberg, Jeff Garland, Ron Livingston, Pete Wentz, Kenny G, Ninja, Nick Kroll, and Aaron Peanut Willis from 311. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 People are dumb. Dumb. Uh, this story's a couple of years old, but I wanted to bring it back because of all the scandals that are going on at USC and for everybody being able to bribe their way into college. Mm-hmm. Mother disguises herself as daughter to take exam in her place. <laughs> nice. Wow. She wanted to make sure that her daughter got a good score on the English exam. So she disguised herself. She dressed up in Converse, in baseball boots. In baseball boots? Or baseball boots? Cleats? I, I doubt she went in to take a Says test that. in cleats. Uh, <laughs> jeans and a lot of makeup. Managed to be admitted into the exam hall, but then the teacher there had had... That her this woman's daughter in a in a quiz like two days before. Sure, and he's like, "You're not. She was just here. You're not." Yikes. I love BTS her. and these baseball boots. So she took the exam <laughs> for two hours while undercover security, like cops, were just waiting outside, and they let her write the whole essay. Wow! And then as soon as she left, they arrested her. What did she get? I wonder. Yeah, how was her essay? <laughs> it doesn't I, really say. Because I thought the story was going to end with no. She, successfully took the test for her daughter and failed. That's what I was hoping would have happened. Would have been a lot worse than her daughter had done had she tried it. Exactly. A man drove a stolen car to court for a stolen car charge. Okay. I swear this happens once every three months or so. dumb. This is out of Hartford, Connecticut. Police say a man answering to a stolen car charge drove a stolen car to court. Authorities say 25-year-old Jonathan Rivera was at the Hartford Superior Court Wednesday to appear before a judge on a charge of first-degree larceny and tampering with a motor vehicle from February. Parking authority agents just scanning license plates like they do outside the courts, um, and it showed up as being stolen. Hmm. So they waited for him to get out of court, and when he came and got back in the car, they arrested him again. He had to get there somehow, right? But but in a stolen car, for a stolen car charge? Switch it up. Yeah. Right, agreed. Woman in Buffalo was busted driving around with a homemade license plate. A New York woman was reportedly driving around with a cardboard license plate. (laughs) No one noticed. She didn't even try to make it look real. Uh, Deputies in the Erie County uh, Sheriff's Office pulled over Amanda Schweikery, which I'm positive I'm saying right, 28 years old, on Wednesday morning for driving without a front license plate. And the one in the back was clearly fake. Once they had her stopped, deputies discovered uh, she was operating the vehicle with a suspended registration and no insurance. She should have had the other guys just steal a car for her. (laughs) She could have had that. Um, Unflushed toilet tirade gets deputies called to a house. Oh. 
an apparent fight about an unflushed toilet overflowed into a dispute involving a uh, swinging a plunger. And then the police were called. Don't don't use the word overflowed to describe what happened, please. I mean, it's sort of what happened. A 58-year-old woman identified as the victim said her roommate, Trovan Park Patterson, 36. Nailed it. Uh, was yelling at her and spit. Hmm. She then said she grabbed the plunger and started swinging it at him. On brand for the problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then apparently they called the police. The police showed up. But this is my favorite line. This is why I bring it up. There is a line in the story that says, Many consider leaving a toilet unflushed poor etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> Just button right up with that sentence, don't they? Many. So that Many. clearly means not all. That's weird. Was that a one or two? Do we know that? I assumed it was a two. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would think so if it's uh, clogged. Yeah. Clogging it with a one would be That'd remarkable. Be amazing. <laughs> that would be something yep, else. You'd get a prize for that. So is there anybody, Kevin, who doesn't consider it poor etiquette? I don't know. That was my question. That's very strange. It just strange. says many. Yeah. I assume all people. People I mean, I hope that. so. I would think so. Unless yeah. they work at Intercom in this building, and then it just becomes normal. <laughs> uh, in Philadelphia, they are trying out a new program of street sweeping, cleaning up all the trash. Apparently, there's a huge trash problem in Philadelphia. The city bought 10 new street sweepers at a cost of $2.73 million. Wow. The problem was the street sweepers can't fit down many of the city's streets. Oh, no. It's too big. They should check that out. You would think someone would measure someplace. Yes. So the mistake um, uh, was six weeks into the pilot program intended to reduce the amount of garbage on the streets. And instead of being able to do that, they are looking into buying smaller ones. But now what they have to do is they have to have uh, employees with a leaf blower. Walk down those narrow suites and streets and just leaf blow everything into the middle of the street. Uh-huh. And then they leaf blow it all the way down to a wider street <laughs> where a street cleaper, a cleaner can, can suck it up. This doesn't uh, sound good. <laughs> it sounds no. like... A lot of work. It sounds a lot like Philadelphia, though. I yeah. mean, if there's a city that's going to do that, it's Philadelphia. So they're looking into buying new ones, but they are $225,000 a piece. So it doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon. And I'm just saying, I don't know. Measure. Measure. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem that hard. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Clownvis is in the building. We are not worthy, you guys. Not at all. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the red letter days and the, the long history of the Kevin Bean Show. There have just been a few days, like when we had the great Johnny Cash in here. Yeah. When we had uh, Commander Jim Lovell from Apollo 13 in here. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think there's no way we can be in the same room, breathing the same air, interviewing this person on our little radio show. And today is one of those days. Clownvis, welcome to the program. Wow. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. It's really a, a pleasure to be here. A legendary show. 
It's our it's our pleasure, and we want to thank uh, we want to thank your is it your manager uh, Betty who tipped us off to your existence? Uh, she's my agent, but yeah, agent, that's Betty, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she called in when we were talking about people who have raised in clown houses, and uh, she told us <laughs> clown about clown houses. houses. <laughs> great, great topic. Right right. People that were raised by clowns. <laughs> right. Some of them in houses. In so, clown houses. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or tents, yeah. Sure. And, and we have gone... Clown cars. Such, we've gone <laughs> such a deep dive on the magic of Clownvis. How long have you been doing what you're doing, Clownvis? Uh, well, first of all, thank you guys for... Uh, I, I really appreciate you. Sure. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a long time I've been doing this, man. Over, over 10 years now. I, I don't really count, you know, but... But uh, it's been a long time coming my whole life, really, to get to the point where the show is what it is these days. Mm-hmm. And it's it's magic, it's comedy, it's singing. Um, did it uh, did it was, was that the plan at the beginning? Did you always have this multimedia act planned, or did it just gradually you added as you went? Uh, definitely had the. Uh those were the the, uh, the elements that created what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. which originally was just uh, play birthday parties in nursing homes and stuff. You know? I, just, I just wanted to get paid on the weekends. You have you know? to dream yeah. big. <laughs> I guess it would be important for people who didn't hear the original segment <laughs> to explain that Clownvis is a mashup of a clown and Elvis. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Both of those things in one. Mm-hmm. What is the origin story of Clownvis? Uh, like, how did how, how does how does this begin? Well, like I said, uh, I wanted to make about 200 bucks every weekend, mm-hmm. so I thought, uh, what can I do to perform uh, you know, at a uh, store opening or a birthday party or a nursing home or something simple on Did every weekend? Did you think clown first? Just like clown alone? To tell you the truth, I thought clown or Elvis, and I wasn't, oh. that, I wasn't that good at either of them. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> good. And so I figured if I could, you know, throw in the, uh, you know, the mashup and get some anonymity, and uh, it kind of grew from itself right then and there, you know. And were you always a singer, or did that come definitely. with... Okay. Yeah, definitely. Singing is what I love to do, so... Okay. He's Elvis. Well, it, well would, just, it would appear that under the mask, if you do a little bit of research, not that I would ever out who it is, but I'm saying, like, it does seem like you know a lot of musicians. You're, you're kind of in the scene slightly. I, I, I definitely walk within the uh, the world of, of musicians and, and now, uh, you know, comedy and yeah. everything. So it's... Uh, it's great. It works in a whole lot of worlds, and I'm, I'm blessed for that. His hair is incredible. It's, uh, his, yeah, makeup, his makeup is incredible. So yeah. Everything's very intense and, I, well, and beautiful. I'm, I'm, also, I'm also very blessed because I just wake up like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you consider yeah. that blessed? <laughs> well, it depends on who you ask. I got you. Okay. Now, Clownvis, I, I won't bore you by spending a lot of time on this, but you were doing Clownvis already, and at some point you got the invitation to be on America's Got Talent. And that was really where your career caught fire because Pierce Morgan said you're the worst contestant in the history of the program, right? <laughs> Yeah, I was proud of that. That was a nice uh, a title. Yeah, coming from the from worst him? person yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where's he at? Pretty good. <laughs> so what did that do for your career? Was it almost overnight success after the AGT? Uh, yeah, it really was. Uh, I mean, it's it's things have been rolling in since then. You know, people got the idea of not really what I do. The, uh, the appearance didn't really show what I do mm. on stage. Yeah, but they gave you 13 seconds. Yeah, That's why. They, they didn't even give me a chance to look bad, which was fantastic. Uh, but no, it really did. You know, it helped set the uh, the tone for what I do, I guess, and uh, really got the phone ringing and opened a lot of doors. Have there been times where maybe clowns have been in the news for not great reasons, like luring kids into the woods or the It movie, where it maybe hasn't been easy to be a clown? Well, yeah, every 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 single day, really. A lot of people don't like clowns. Uh, but especially a couple summers ago, there was a uh, uh, an epidemic of, of people seeing clowns on the side of the road and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. No real, uh, no real crimes committed or anything. And but, no real but it's, evidence. But it's yeah. scared yeah. people. It was just, it was just yeah. like a, a clown scare. Yeah. And that was tough, boy. I remember being, I was doing a gig somewhere 
waiting in a car, you know, down. I can't remember the city, but I was waiting in a car dressed like this. And uh, how do you sit in a car with that hair? <laughs> I had to lean the seat back. Okay. <laughs> and I, uh, a group of people walked by, and they kind of saw me, and they all kind of start clamoring. I think, oh my God, they're gonna call the police on me, or worse, just you know, uh, take me out mob style. Uh, because really, at that point, they were the police were saying, if you see a clown. Kill him. They, well, they said don't. <laughs> I they don't said, think they said that. They, okay. But they were right. putting out tweets saying, if you see a clown, don't kill him. Just call us. Just call the police. <laughs> Which is still. I mean, I'm allowed it's to insane. walk my dog and go to the park like anybody else. Like that? So, do you do it like that? Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm right. not gonna. I'm not gonna put on a costume to go walk my dog. <laughs> <laughs> also, I would feel like I see clown first. Does that make any sense? Like, if I see clown walking first. on the street, I see Elvis first, and oh, I go, sure. "Oh, he's also because a clown." Because of the hair. Yeah, and the jumpsuit. He wears the yeah. full jumpsuit. And yeah. cl uh, clowns are people. I, are they? He's not that. wrong. Yeah. Are they people? In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're talking to Cloud Miss here on the Kevin Beach Show. Has a couple of local gigs coming up, including tonight at yeah. Alex's Bar in Long Beach. Tickets available at alexsbar.com. How is it possible to see the King of the Clowns for just five bucks, Clownvis? Yeah, we wanted to make this a, a special deal because I love Alex's Bar. It's a very fantastic place. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, uh, we got a couple of bands on the bill. We said, let's make this. Uh, a no-brainer that we can get everybody out. It's a five-dollar ticket, boy, and that's uh, you can't beat that. You can't beat that at all. And then Saturday, you're going to be doing a comedy show at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles I with a bunch venue. of that other comics. Yes. Yeah, that place is fantastic. The hottest place in town right now. It it's really cool. is. Uh, describe your show for folks who have never seen the Columbus Live Experience. Well, sure. Yeah, I have a, a whole catalog of, of songs that I that I'll, I'll blow through, mm -hmm. and uh, I do a little bit of magic, and uh, there's elements of stand-up comedy in it, and uh, I play some acoustic guitar, and I, uh, I I overall connect with the audience and try to make it a, a magical experience, and just just different than what you'd get at any other show. You sure. Know? And now we all love songs like Barackos Tacos, but will you do any of your Christmas songs? Which I'm going to say those are those hold a special place. Well, in thank my you. Heart. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, I crowbar them in all year long. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> They're to too hear. good to sit on the shelf for uh, whatever eleven months. <laughs> um, Excellent. We have to take a break. Uh, Clownvis is here. By the way, uh, clownvismafia.com is the website on Twitter at Clownvis. Same for Instagram. Uh, we, we need to take a break because we're out of time for this segment, but you're doing the gathering of the Juggalos. I am, yes. And our friend uh, Jensen, sitting there to your right, has yeah. also done the, the gathering. I've and also I've, performed there. Is that right? Yeah, that's a right. As have uh, as have you, Clownvis. So I think there's some stories to be told at one of America's great gatherings. So Clownvis is here. We'll take a quick break. More with our guests right after this on the World Famous. Kevin and Bean on K Rock K R O Q. We are honored by an in-studio appearance from Clownvis, the King of the Clowns, here on the World Famous K Rock. He has two dates this week in Southern California, including Long Beach tonight at Alex's Bar, and then on Saturday you'll be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Get all the details at clownvismafia.com. Clownvis, you know what I was just thinking about? What's that? Kevin and I have been doing this radio show for 30 years, believe it or not. Wow. And in our first week on the air here, we had Elvez in. We did. Oh, yeah, he's a great, great Elvis impersonator. Very, sure. Made it, totally made it his own, right? The Hispanic Elvis. Mm -hmm. And here we are th three decades later with Clownvis on our show. And it's just... It's, it's a theme. It's just amazing to me the power of Elvis Presley, who's now been dead longer than he was alive. That thirty years apart, we have two high-profile Elvis impersonators. You think there'll ever come a time where there will not be people dressing as the king? Uh, no, I think it'll it'll live on. You know, and, and as uh, you know, as an Elvis fan, I love to see his memories celebrated. Uh, but at the same time, 
things need to evolve and change so younger generations can appreciate things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and other uh, you know other cultures and things outside of what Elvis did can appreciate and that's why you brought in the clown part of that's it. why I did that yep <laughs> <Okay>. All right. <laughs> well it's a beautiful tribute to Mr. Presley <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he'd love it <laughs> have you ever gotten any reaction from anyone inside Elvis's circle like does Priscilla know you exist for instance N not from uh, not from the Presley estate or anything but mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> there has been some blowback from uh, impersonators that take it all very seriously Oh, you're uh, kidding. No, Elvis that... impersonators get angry at you? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm goofing. Uh, I, I think your love is real. That's it's awesome. awesome. It definitely, it comes from a place of love, definitely. All right, let's talk ICP. Yeah. Sure. It was announced this week that you are going to be appearing at the 20th annual gathering of the Juggalos, which is, as usual is in uh, Indiana. Uh, you played it before, Jensen. You played the gathering before. I have, but this I year, want, just so I want to hear you guys talk I, about the gathering. Well, first, I would like to address that this year it's called the Supa Gathering. Supa oh, Gathering, because right. it's the twentieth twentieth uh, anniversary. But in all jokes aside, ICP has put together one of the more impressive lineups over twenty years. Just to give you some of the names this year that will be performing alongside Clownfist, uh, obviously the Posse, Bone Thugs and Harmony, the Ghetto Boys, Morris Day and the Time, Gilbert Gottfried, CNC Music Factory. <laughs> wow! I mean, you are in. <laughs> For a full day, and yeah. both of us have performed it before. You've had great experiences because you are a, a clown. Yes. Uh, I know some people haven't had good experiences. I felt it was the really, really kind. I thought it was like a very sweet audience, at uh, least to us. It truly is, you know, and I'm sure everybody has individual experiences, but it is... Uh, 100% a, a loving and accepting community of people, Absolutely. the Juggalos. It's yeah. funny because you see the pictures and everybody looks all wild and crazy and ridiculous, but yeah, well, they're not I, that way at all. I originally showed up at night, so they flew us in and we got in at night, and I, I, it was a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> every, everywhere you turned, people were like lighting off fireworks onto each other. Yes. People were offering drugs to each other. Yes. A lot of optional clothing. I saw a baby stroller, which terrified me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it says horror story, and I see Kevin's eyes lighting up. This, this sounds is awesome. a dream. Oh, it's <laughs> shoot fire. You, yeah, each other? If you, want a, if you want a thrill, the, the yeah. initial descent into the gathering of the Juggalos, uh, your first time, is uh, a real eye-opener. You really no, don't know what's coming next. But, Jensen, I think like you were saying, the next, uh, the next day, or, or you know, yeah. once you're in it for a while... You know, and the sun comes out and the birds start tweeting. You realize yeah. what a beautiful place it is. Absolutely. I agree. Once once I saw it in daytime and once you start to get the lay of the land, you're like, oh, I, this is anarchy and great. <laughs> like, it's, it's actually kind of a very sweet moment where people just, get, you know, forget about their jobs during the week and just go be weirdo ICP fans. Yes, it's, whoop, pe it's whoop, peace. Whoop. whoop, whoop. It's peace, love, and... Uh, hatchet-wielding clowns. Yes. <laughs> and this year you're just, like, announcing people and also performing? I am doing my set, mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm going to be hosting the main stage. Wow. And then I am uh, I'm doing a few other things. I'm also going to be uh, Violent J from the Insane Clown mm -hmm. Posse. He's getting in the wrestling ring, which is a big deal. Okay. He's, uh, they're wrestlers. And uh, he's asked Clownvis to be his manager, so I got that to think wow. about. Wow. Yeah. A lot of different oh, hats. A lot, hats are a lot of different things. So it's, it's exciting, and I'm, I'm so excited about the gathering. There the is a funny picture of me talking to, uh, I think, Shaggy. I think I'm talking to Shaggy, and uh, I'm wearing my, you know, like a button-up shirt and, and, you know, black jeans. And I was like, oh, I want to get that picture.
picture, and so I would search the internet for it, and I realized it's the header picture for Juggalos for Bernie. <laughs> so, like, it's, I, I'm not, wow. I didn't vote for Bernie Sanders. I wasn't there on, on behalf of Bernie Sanders, but they found a picture of a guy who kind of looked like he was in business. And, oh, with great. Bernie, and I just became I love the face of, of, uh, yeah, of Juggalos. I'm just happy there's a Juggalos for Bernie. Yeah, I mean, there's right? Many factions. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's your boy. So it's, it's really like a family event, though, because it, and it's also been around so long, you're probably at the point now where little kids who went to the gathering are now grown-ups coming to the gathering. Definitely, right? yeah. It's a whole new generation of Juggalos. That's amazing. Uh, tickets are on sale now uh, for that, by the way, if you want to head out to Indiana. Jensen, I can't believe you're not going back. Kevin, I can't believe you're not I know. going. Come on, awesome. come with me, guys. I really do want to go sounds back. Sounds awesome. And I got the, some room. The other thing, too, is when you go in, no one searches you and there's no metal detectors. So I asked the guy, I was like, what can't you bring in? And he was like, uh, there nothing? There's nothing. nothing. <laughs> there's no corporate sponsors. There's no security. There's no nothing. Yeah, the only security is people who are there. Yeah, like, other secu- yeah. security of, of each other. Yeah. But I said, did you, would you stop someone with a gun? No. Would you stop someone with a hatchet? He said, well, then no one would come in. He's like, everybody's what? got a hatchet here. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, all right, bud. I'm just going to close my eyes and walk in. <laughs> yeah. I think we have to broadcast from Indiana, you guys. I'm That's sorry. I really should. Yeah, send someone out to do a field report. They can sleep in my tent. <laughs> You'll be shocked to hear they move it around code? a lot. They move it around a oh, lot. They do, yeah. You'd be shocked. Uh, Cloudvis is uh, playing in town at the Alex's Bar in Long Beach tonight. You can get those tickets at alexsbar.com for just five bucks. And then the Los Angeles date, uh, you can get the information at clownvismafia.com. Before we let you go, with our thanks, by the way, we couldn't help but notice you brought in your guitar today, Clownvis. I did. What's this about? Well, uh, I'm such a big fan of the Kevin and Bean show and what you guys have done here over the last... 30 years, so I, I wrote you a little song, if that's oh, all right. About oh us. Oh, my gosh. It's about you guys. Yeah. All right. Can't believe I it. I figure I wouldn't bore you guys with one of my hits. You know, I'd write something new. All right. <clears throat> Very kind. Well, I wake up every morning, rub my eyes, and I start the day. I pour myself a cup of coffee and eat a plate of eggs. I flip on my FM radio as I muddle through my routine And a smile comes on my face when I hear old Kevin and Bean Kevin and Bean, Kevin and Bean, Allie and Jensen and the whole damn team Hey party people, we're making a scene, talking about old Kevin and Bean You know, there was a time when people said FM radio was dead. Is that time now? Well, if you look at if you look at me and what I'm doing here, I think they spoke too soon when they said that nothing special can happen on FM radio, man. Not with the uh, internet and satellites. But here we are on the Kevin and Bean Show. And K-Rock is doing all right. Everybody, Kevin and Bean, Bean. Kevin and Bean, Bean. Allie and Jensen and the whole damn team. Hey, party people, we're making a scene, (laughs) talking about old Kevin and Bean. All right, listen to that. That's for you guys. I teared up a little bit. That was Awesome. That was beautiful. I don't know how we do anything after that. It's only <laughs> BC and AC before Clownvis and after Clownvis now. Thanks, guys. Clownvis, uh, I'm about to say that you have left the building, but again, with our thanks, we really appreciate you coming in. Please keep in touch with us. Go friend. see him, everybody. If you can make it to the shows, come on out. Alex's and Dynasty Typewriter, two great shows. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's time, you guys. K-Rock Weenie Rose Luau and Beach Party this Saturday.
Saturday at Doheny State Beach. You can still buy your tickets at FrontGateTickets.com for an amazing lineup that includes 311 Limp Biscuit, Silver Sun Pickup, Snoop Dogg, Catfish of the Bottleman, Revivalist, uh, Ex-Ambassadors, and more. Uh, did I mention Limp Biscuit is on the bill? That Biscuit for Weenie is coming true? Limp sure. Biscuit! So you can buy those tickets or you can win them right now. It's time for Meow Yoki. And there was a radio station there, and they were doing this contest. And at first, we started making fun of it because it was so lame. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to steal it. Fell in yeah. love with it. Yeah. yeah, just totally fell in love with it. Yeah, we, we told them though. We told them we were. Stealing we did it. tell them. Yeah, it was a mix ninety four one, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And we we literally we started mocking them when they started the bid. And then about halfway through, we thought. This is actually okay. And then by the end of it, it was like, why haven't we been doing the hour yoga? <laughs> so now we're doing it. So I guess the way it works is we uh, put a caller on the line. We spin the wheel to find out who is going to be meowing for them. And we're going to be meowing songs from the K-Rock Weenie Roast uh, Beach Party and Luau this weekend. Now, right? are we saying the name of the band or artist? Do we give them that heads up or no? I don't think we should. Really? Without, these are, without meowing? Ticket. Do you think with our meowing, they're going to get it? Oh, I yeah. mean, that's the game, bro. I think so. <laughs> that is the game, bro. Damn the rules. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's try it and see. All right. Well, we're not going to switch it halfway through. That's not fair. We're just gonna... Someone's going to get it. All right. So, Someone's gonna... so we're not going to say. All right. Yeah, uh, Zeba in Los Angeles. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Zeba. Why are you already pissed at us? <laughs> Good what's, what's, with, what's with the attitude? Oh, I'm just uh, running late to work. Oh, oh no. Okay. okay, okay. okay. So why don't we just shut up and do it? Who, uh, the wheel just landed on Bean. Okay. Oh. Oh, this so is So Bean me. has to meow. Okay. All right. So I'm going to... Now listen up, uh, Zeba. I'm going to be meowing one of the big songs that you'll be hearing if you win the tickets for the K-Rock Weenie Roast this weekend. All you have to do is tell me uh, who the band is and the song, okay? Okay. Good All luck. right. Here we go. <clears throat> don't screw it up, Bean. She's late for work. Meow, 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 meow. Did you press fast forward? I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. I'm looking at the answer. I, it doesn't seem right. Uh, was he squeezing his testicles? <laughs> you know. Uh, Zeba's gonna come through. She's got it. We're on the same wavelength. Okay, let's see. Zeba? 311. Yes. What song? What? What song? The song, um, the, you know, down, down. There you go. I'm I'm as far as I'm concerned, that's a win. She got it. That's a win. <laughs> That was nothing like that song. You hang on. Uh, you you may win. Let's find out who our next contestant is. Next up is Cynthia in Pasadena. Hi, Cynthia. Palisades. Palisades, sorry. Hi, Cynthia. how are you? Hi, Cynthia. You have me, unfortunately. Oh, oh Kevin's going to be meowing for you. Kevin, who was mocking my perfect rendition of 311 was it down. Perfect? You well, thought that Ziba was perfect? thought it was. All right. All right, here we go. 
meow, 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 uh, I'm looking at it and didn't recognize it, so I'm I know how you felt, Kevin. I'm down what I think it is. Yeah. So I okay, think good. I got it. All right. Cynthia? Um, Limp Bizkit Nookie? Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Kevin, was it Drop It Like It's Hot? Yes! Yeah. 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 Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's Hot. Come on, no. because that was perfect. That's why. All right. So oh far, Zena is the only one in the, or Ziba is the only one in the running, but let's see what Corey and Tahunga's got going on. Hey, Corey, you ready? Hey, yeah, what's going on, guys? Okay, it's going, going well. We're going to spin the wheel, do some meow yoki here for Weenie Rose tickets. And you get Allie. Oh, Allie. Oh. All right, Corey. Let's do it. Let's do it. Meow, 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 meow. So tender at the end. Ex-ambassador is renegade. It is. So now we got a drawing happening with two contestants already in the hopper here. Let's uh, play a couple more. Uh, let's go to Sandy in Placentia. Good morning. Good morning. Remember when we Still thought we... no one would get one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do an easy one, please. <laughs> All right, Sandy, you get Jason Jensen. Whatever's <laughs> <laughs> you get Jason. You know what? It's only been eight months. All right, <laughs> let's go with Jason. <laughs> Faith was the song he was doing there. It was. There you go. Seems worth it now. Thank you for playing, Sandy. We appreciate it. All right, we just have time for one more contestant, you guys. All right, let's make it Jamie in Upland. Good morning, Jamie. Morning. Spinning the wheels, he's going to meow for you. How do you think it's going so far? Great. It's going good. Mm -hmm. Poorly, I'd say. Uh, Dave, the king of Mexico. Okay. All right. He's going to meow your song. All right, here we go. What's happening? This is not a song. That's what I'm saying. Did you get the list of songs you're supposed to be prepared yeah, for? Yeah, okay. Right Someone caught your tail in the door. <laughs> wow. Dave. All right. I apologize that you had to hear that, um, Jamie. But what song is it? If you want to guess, um, I think it's Silver Sun Pickup. No. no. no Lumineers. Yeah. Yes, but you don't get a second guess, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> you belong in my sweet. Yeah, okay. Nothing. 
Uh, no, I don't hear the it. sweetheart part. I mean, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I don't he hear went it. way high. Uh, Zima <laughs> is running late for work. You guys, Corey, also on the line. They both identified their songs uh, in Miyawaki. So we got to do a drawing. Find out who's going to be joining us on the beach this Saturday. Uh, who's uh, who's doing the drawing here? I did the drawing, but Dave watched it. I didn't do this on purpose. It's my guy, Corey. Corey, congrats, Corey. Hello. Thank you, guys. You're Hello. welcome. We'll see you on Saturday. Awesome. Thanks. Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Well, that means it's time for Alan and What's happening? <sighs> What's happening is uh, a Baby Shark TV series based on the what? viral video I'm sorry, what? swimming towards Nickelodeon. What? Baby Shark. Do, do, oh. do, 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 do. Sorry, guys. Oh, to hell. That's going to be stuck in my head all day. Yeah. How can they make that a T? Te- I mean, I've never, I don't really know the lyrics, but is there I, The is lyrics there a plot? do tell a story, right? They do? I think so. It's like I they're think... chasing them and then they chase back. It's a chase, right? I thought it was just you name Mommy Shark, Daddy Shark. Yeah, it's absurd. It's we not... have it, don't we? I mean, I don't want to play it for people, but. Okay, so this is the intro, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we have to sit through each intro. Oh, that's all we have. And then that's... mommy shark. Then mommy yeah. shark. Yeah. And then and then and then no I one think... has ever listened four minutes in when it changes to have a story. Well, I think the flip is that then they get chased. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, but how is that a TV show again? Are you on acid? No. Okay. Are no. you on acid? Great question, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know what um, what's going to happen because premiere date, episode count, all of that. Okay. Not included. Sorry. Can I bring this up? Uh, so sure. then it says Grandpa Shark, right? Grandma uh-huh. Shark, Grandpa Shark. Mm-hmm. Let's go hunt. Do, 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 do. And then the end is run away. That's it? Just... So there's no story. Well, that's kind of a story. Let's go hunt. The family's all together. They're going to go hunt as sharks. And then there's just a punchline out? And then they let's run away? run away? Guys, we reported on a they Magic 8-Ball movie yesterday. No, like this true. is This is enough of a story. No! There's a family of sharks, and they go hunting. But then they run away. And they run away to go do the... Yeah, no, I think... They don't then the... swim away. No, they I think, run. I think fish are yelling run away. I think that's in the video. It's like, oh, here they come. Run away. See what you did, Bean? I'm very apologetic about my uh, participation in this. Um, I'm a screenwriter. And I also, I don't know that it's good for kids to watch sharks hunt. I don't think that's much of a feel-good show for kids. Why don't you shut up for about a week? Okay, it's a good idea. Wow. What are these sharks going to be eating, right? Run away. Fish. That's my favorite version of your song. Out of curiosity, Bean, what do you think sharks eat? Well, people, Very good news question. mostly, but fish. I mean, are right. kids, kids going to tune in and watch a show where a fish is hunting and killing and eating other fish? Oh, I'm sure it's going to be very graphic, Bean. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> so much blood. I don't. I don't think I'm going to watch this show. I don't like. I'm not supporting this at all. I can't believe you. Don't shut up. <laughs> <sighs> well, this is uh, this is created created quite a ruckus. Mm. It's America's richest self-made women under forty. This is a list from Forbes.com, and a lot of people are up in arms because they don't feel uh, that the woman that comes in number one, Kylie Jenner, net worth of one billion dollars, no. should be on the list because it's richest self-made women, and people don't feel like she is self-made. 
What say you? I mean, she was lucky enough to be born into that family and have a huge lead by the time she started, which most people don't get. Mm -hmm. Meaning seed money for her business. Money, exposure, Mm -hmm. everything. A TV show. Yeah. So I think she she was lucky that way. But then she also did make a ton of money with makeup and a whole bunch of different things. And there are a lot of people that are born into incredible circumstances that make nothing of themselves. They just rely on that family and their family money. So, I mean, she got a huge head start. Oh, absolutely. But also, like, she's not even the most famous of the bunch, right? really. And she made a billion dollars, which means that her product is at least kind of good. Because it's not like all the rest of Kardashians don't release product. They do. Yeah, yeah. Kim but Kardashian is-, is on the list at $370 million. Yeah, she's really? at a billion, mm-hmm. her sister. So she's at a billion. People have to like the product enough to, you know, move it up. Absolutely. Taylor Swift is on the list. Uh, net worth $360 million. Then there's some entrepreneurs, um, Thrive Cosmetics and Bumble Creator. And then coming in, uh, number one for richest female musician in the world, Rihanna. Mm, what do you think her net worth is? And does she have any money outside of music? Oh, oh yeah, God. right now Fenty, yeah. Fenty Beauty is right just now. She's making more off beauty than she is oh, music. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, she's a she's a half a billion. Yeah, I was gonna say five hundred million. Yeah, six hundred oh. million dollars. Wow. By the way, uh, her. her brand has generated an estimated five hundred and seventy million in revenue and is worth more than three billion dollars. Wow. Not wow. bad. Not bad. Way to go, bad. Riri. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Right? Riri? Uh, Madonna <laughs> is on the list at $570 million. This is just money she has left over? It, it, it must be. <laughs> that's that's a lot of money. Celine Dion, $450 million. Beyonce, $400 million. Um, The first athlete to make Forbes' richest self-made women list has a net worth of $225 million. That would be one Serena Williams. Hmm. Not bad. Oh, yeah, and Oprah's on the list uh, at $2.5 billion. I'm sorry? <laughs> $2.5 billion. Good With God. a B? With a B. Huh. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot of money, you guys. That's Wait, commentary. how is Kylie Jenner number one on the list, then, with a billion? She isn't number one on the list. It's very weird. It's okay. so, Well, she's under 40. Oprah's over 40. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Ellie's making this up. As she goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's uh, under 30. Uh, Kylie's on the uh, 21 and under uh, list. Uh, it starts with the letter K. It's on people uh, who start with letter K. Uh, Kylie's on the Calabasas Forbes list. Uh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> it is weird that Oprah did slip in to yeah. this article, but mm-hmm. I'm reading the under 40 on Forbes.com. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you're right, and you were right to call me out, um, mm-hmm. and I apologize, mm-hmm. and I'd like to make it up to you. Okay. With a story. That she's looking that for I'd now. I'd love to tell you about. A controlled explosion on the set of Bond 25 damaged the 007 stage at Pinewood Studios and caused a minor injury. Things are not great on that set right now. Multiple setbacks, including the injury to star Daniel Craig. Remember, he jacked up his ankle and then he wound up having to have surgery. Bad, bad situation, you guys. Yep. I don't like it. I don't like any of it. But I do like Punky Brewster, and I do like that she is going to be in a revival. It's a follow-up series to the classic sitcom Punky Brewster. Original series star Soleil Moonfry is attached. She's going to be um, her as a single mom of three, trying to get her life back on track when she meets a young girl who reminds her a lot of herself. 
So she kidnaps her. She, I, that's not mm-hmm. in here. Fourth kid. Um, yep. That would be weird. Keep her locked up in a basement. That's what I heard. That took a real turn, you guys. Took I don't a real know turn. Uh, anything about Punky Brewster. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to say. I did not see it. But um, Saloon Moon Fry was at a wiener roast a few years ago and was uh, very popular with the with the crowd that saw her there. She's in the pit. That was Beans. Fun fact. She was in the pit just rocking out, and people were just so thrilled to be rocking out with her. Punky Brewster sighting, you, you guys. Did. You did. Yeah. Did you know it was her, or did people say, hey, that's People Punky pointed Brewster. it out to me. I okay. didn't know who she was. Okay. Excellent. Well, the forthcoming documentary on Mac Miller has been put on hold. According to Wrap Up, the filmmaker, C.J. Wallace, announced on Monday on Twitter... A tweet that he has now deleted, but here's what it said. So over the next year, I'm going to start collecting interviews and content to make the definitive Mac Miller documentary for his family, friends, and fans. Apparently, that announcement was a smidge premature. Mm. Um, He revealed that after news surfaced of the documentary, you know, after he tweeted about it, the late rapper's family and management contacted him and asked that it be put on hold for now. So Hmm. we will await for that. Do you remember when Madonna was trying to block the sale of a bunch of her personal items, like a uh, a love letter? Yeah, but from I don't remember jail? why. Um, because her f- ex friend was selling things like her panties and a letter from jail from Tupac Shakur to her, and she was like, "Please, no, mm-hmm. no, don't do that." Wow. Well, Madonna has. Dean, how lost- much did you pay for the panties? Uh, Let me hear the rest of the story first. (laughs) Madonna has lost the appeal to block the sale of the personal items, including that breakup letter from her then ex-boyfriend Tupac Shakur. Madonna's former friend, Darlene Lutz, is placing some of her items up for auction, and a New York State appeals court says she can't pursue claims against her. Hmm. Here's the thing that's just bizarre. Madonna and Lutz reportedly settled a dispute back in 2004 And Lutz paid Madonna an undisclosed amount of money so that Madonna would never go after her for anything. Hmm. Is that a legal That seems like something Madonna shouldn't have signed off on. Yeah. It's this is weird. Yeah. So if you want panties and Tupac Shakur's letter to Madonna from jail? Bean, how much would you pay? Great question. Um, not interested, but I'm, I'm, oh, come I, on. I, I definitely have a lot of questions about this story. It's a very odd story. Like, how did this yeah. friend get these personal possessions from Madonna to even have them? How many of your friends have panties? Yes. Like seven or eight. <laughs> these exactly. stories yeah. always seem to center around a storage unit or something like that. Right. It always is like, oh, they have storage wars. Yeah, like that kind of thing. It's just shady. Yeah. I don't like any of it. Yeah, it's shady. Like, what kind of friend would, ugh, well, ex-friend. Right. Right, Darlene. Who's named Darlene, right? Unless you're on Roseanne. What's her name, Darlene? <laughs> Stalin. I like to see the weirdness continuing from yesterday. Uh huh. Very you. happy with Thank it. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Still yep. really haven't slept. He was searching what feverishly with he his really hands. Was. Oh, is he? All right, good one. <laughs> yep. Some yep. birthdays for you guys. A 311 basis peanut. Actor Nick Kroll, Kenny G, the smooth jazz sax player. And my Her- favorite person ever on uh, Drop the Mic. Really? Him, Kenny right. G? He was so fun, so exciting. He would write his own lyrics. Awesome. Text me in the middle of the night. Hey, what if I say my penis is like the flute? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, Kenny. <laughs> How many people, though, do you think he texted that to? Right? I know. He's like, oh, that wasn't for you. 
That would be amazing. He's also Kevin's favorite person to see at EDC uh, while Kevin is wearing glitter on his face. We ran into him at EDC, and Dave and I took a picture with him, and there was some glitter going on. It was all over your face. It was all over my face. (laughs) It was a good time. Happy birthday to Ron Livingston, Pete Wentz, Mark Wahlberg, and Jeff Garland. And that's what's happening. A 5 p.m. commercial free hour. It is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness and the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We've got uh, Get Up on This with Jensen, who's going to... Kevin, what about Kevin? (laughs) ...introduce us to something that we should be up on. Yep. Dr. Drew <laughs> is on every Thursday, and we just mentioned 311. Nick Hexum is going to join us in studio as well tomorrow. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.